0: Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. Andy, how's it going, mate? It's
1: going really good, mate. It's good to hear a British
0: accent.
2: In- over yeah. Here, I tell you. <laughs> Kev,
0: you good, mate?
2: Great, man. Again, in, the, in my front yard, so I'm happy to be here. Happy to, excited to talk to Andy a little yeah, bit. Just yeah, just to
0: set the scene, we're on Santa Monica Bluffs in between. Hundreds of palm trees, the sun's shining. Uh, we can hear the sea in the background. It's lovely. If you want to watch this on YouTube, you can go to Boxing Burn YouTube page and watch it on there. Andy first question I like to ask uh, all the guests that come on the show if someone doesn't know you and they ask you what you do for a living what would your answer be? I help people mate
1: <laughs> that's plain and simple I help people perform at the, the highest level get out their own way and um, really become world class man.
0: Yeah and how do you do that?
1: I um, work with people's minds I'm a mindset and peak performance expert for seven and eight figure entrepreneurs but I've also worked with Everyone you can imagine, man. Everyone you can imagine.
0: Right, so you're helping someone with their mind. Let's yeah. break that down. I want to break it right down. Sure. How can you help me with my mind or anyone with their <laughs> mind? How can you help them? Obviously, yeah. it depends on the different type of person, right?
1: It depends on what they want. That's where we got to start, right? It, just, it simply depends on where they, what they want. When The point is, when you start to understand about the brain, and that's this is everything, right? It's about science. I work with NLP, neuroscience, and some, some other things. But when you start to understand these neural nets, this brain, is um, it works just like a muscle, man, just like a muscle on the outside. There's no difference. So when you start to understand that, we have to train it or retrain it, mm-hmm. you know, putting it in simple. So... If you start to understand that, then we have to look at what you are playing right now in your head. So what images, what feelings, what thoughts, um, what's going on? What's stopping you getting that performance or what do you want more of? Right. So do you work much with people in the fitness industry? Mate, I've worked with a lot of pro pro fighters, world champion athletes,
0: jiu-jitsu guys, everyone you can imagine. Like the businessmen, because I know you do work with entrepreneurs, so any business, fitness entrepreneurs?
1: Fitness entrepreneurs, um, well, yeah, we just spoke about our buddy Chad George. Oh, yeah. Right? Chad is a world champion Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, wicked MMA fighter, and there's a lot of people like that I've worked with who are transitioning from sports actually into into making an income for themselves, right? You know, and that's yeah. a huge transition.
0: Yeah, that's a huge transition, and it's hard, for, especially for top level pro athletes or pro fighters, to to go from doing that right. to earning a good living. I mean, that's why, uh, like what we talked about, Brendan Shaw before. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. UFC fighter, he he did great with it, and then after, an all right, you know, with boxing, burn. you're doing
1: good, mate. That's a cool gym. Yeah, I love
0: it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so it's a hard thing. So, do you work with fighters who's let's say they've retired from fighting and they've got the, the, the down in the dumps like yes. I was at one time uh, to, to bring them back out and absolutely, fight. yeah.
1: Absolutely, because the thing is about that, when someone goes low, it means that besides the muscle that's playing or the thoughts or feelings that are playing in the head, it's also changing their brain chemicals. Right. You know so if you 're down after after doing something it means you 're like serotonin, which is your happy chemical that 's really low, so it means your focus is probably beating yourself up you 're probably lost you 've lost your identity you 've probably lost your income stream, and then yeah. you don 't know where to turn so it 's cool to work with entrepreneurs or athletes who would want to become entrepreneurs because then we find what their purpose is we find out what they really want to do we find we just find out what yeah, what really excites them again, you know?
2: Do you use the angle especially with with former professional athletes or former competitors in business of how do you translate those qualities of com- hmm. com- competing at a high level into how to run a business and be competitive yeah. and, and be successful? Is that an angle that you use? That's an yeah.
1: awesome question, man. Yeah.
2: And it's definitely the right angle
1: because the cool thing is, once you've performed at one thing at a world-class level, guess right. what your nervous system knows how to do? It knows how to perform at a world-class level, right. right? So it knows the discipline. It knows the drive. It knows the beliefs. And so what people do, if so you've been a pro athlete at any level, or even an amateur athlete at mm-hmm. a high level, then that's why as long as you understand where you're going and we can fine-tune you and help you, mm-hmm. it just it just transforms, it just changes from... Um, being, being an athlete straight into business and that's why all these athletes if you get it right are just blowing business up
0: right it's the work ethic why are they getting it wrong because uh, there must be 99% mm-hmm. of athletes are, are yeah they, they, they get it wrong and they don't right. know what to do and they end up working on a building site or, or working right. on a call centre
1: it's, it's first of all, you've got to get rid of that identity of being an athlete, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, you know, that, that that's the same with everything. I'm a, it's like a fighter. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. You know, there yes, was yeah. a fighter. But you look at a samurai warrior. A samurai warrior was a fighter, but he was also a poet. He was also all of these other things, right? Mm-hmm. He was a um, calligraphy, all of these other things. So every you're not just a fighter or you're not just an athlete, right? You're also an amazing human being who potentially can do... To do anything, if you've performed, God, you can you can smash it with business. Sure.
0: So, what sort of training do you actually do with with guys like that? How do you train them up?
1: Well, we well we, again, you and me will will sit down with them, and I, I would really start to look at what's causing them that pain right now, because those things, it's like what we call if you understand this as a neural net in these in this mind, and it's a, a muscle, then. Often, once that person's come away from the sport, then that muscle still keeps getting thicker and thicker and bigger and bigger. And can, that obsessive nature, instead of it being directed towards what they wanted, it starts to go the opposite way. But it's still the obsessive nature. That's what got them to got the result. But getting them a new result, first of all, we've got to stop that direction of where they're thinking. Right? Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. I can relate to it. Right. Right. Um, So, talking about uh, you helping seven to eight-figure entrepreneurs, that's a million to twenty million, right? I'm trying to think of the figures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's exactly. It's eight eight figures is ten million plus. Yeah. 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 So,
0: what sort of stuff and what sort of businesses? Is it businesses you're working with or like the individual?
1: I work with the. I work with the. uh, This is the thing. I don't like. I'm not. I don't work in corporate
0: right don't do that no it's i don't think i'd work very well in
1: there i work with entrepreneurs because they're all driven but they're also they're just all trying to do their own their own individual journey not be anyone else's they're always unique people and that's what what i love right and that's what i love
2: what do you find typically is the biggest problem for people at that level then they want to go further. They want to progress. Yeah.
1: Well, well, what happens is, is we get like a, a boundary or a, um, a box around what's possible. Mm-hmm. This, what happens then is Einstein said it best. We get boxed in by the boundary conditions of our thinking. You know, we get stuck. What happens is, is then that becomes a thick muscle and we keep bouncing around inside this little box. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, is we have to start designing or building what's on the outside of this. So that boundary expands. Does that make sense? So then we can retrain that bigger muscle. So for somebody in business, they're probably doing awesome, right? Let's say they're doing awesome. But then what? There's levels. They, it could be affecting their, their health for sure, but it's probably affecting the whole family. They're probably so obsessed with work that they can't switch off, which then affects the stress. It affects their immune system. It affects the chemicals in their brain. It affects it affects everything. And so there's no point in driving towards something right. yeah. if you if you sabotaging and smashing everything around
0: you. Right. You know. Sure. So when you train them with that, what sort of exercises do you give them to bring the train the brain?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will. That's an interesting thing because it's 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 that's. We'll give something simple, right? It's routines. How habits are formed is by small steps. When we can create small steps towards something, our brain or our nervous system starts to get used to it and it starts to integrate with it. So, that's the first thing we have to look at. What small the, steps, is in like morning routines or, or right? morning what? routines is is a, a step, right? But even let's let's before the morning routine, you wake up. You have no idea what you've been dreaming about. Right. If you wake up, I don't know about you, but sometimes I wake up with anxiety,
2: mm-hmm. right. right?
1: Stress, freaking out about Disturbing the day. Disturbing dreams sometimes. <laughs> it's a terrible
2: way to start the day.
1: It is, man. But then what? Right? So first of all, what we've got to teach people is how to do something I call a pattern interrupt. Interrupt that pattern. So interrupt those connections. Interrupt that movie that's playing in the head, right? Mm-hmm. So we can do that a few different ways. Um, a nice, simple way for people to do it is by understanding that, as a human, we are question-answering machines. Like, Tony, there's not a question I can't ask you that you're not going to try and answer. Yeah. For example, man, what, do you, what are you going to have for dinner in two weeks on a Thursday?
0: Right, yeah.
1: You're like, uh, I don't know, but, you, <laughs> but yeah. your brain tries to answer it, right? Mm. Well, you can use this with performance, so by asking certain questions in a certain tonality, a certain way, then you can start to interrupt these patterns. So a nice simple thing, because I'm ranting on, is um, what thought or what feelings happening right now, right? Even by asking what thought or what feeling in the morning, it starts to detach you from it instead of being in it and freaking out. Mm-hmm. It starts to give you that third-party perspective so you can start to, oh, okay, that's what's running, mm-hmm. okay? That's the pattern yeah. that's playing. We can change it now.
0: So ask yourself them questions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then that'll get you out of that mindset. And-
1: well, think about this when you were competing
0: and fighting, man. It's like you were stepping into to, to that ring.
1: Those words that you were saying to yourself as you were stepping in. Yeah, Why the fuck am
2: I doing this? Yeah, right, right, Idiot. right. But we have routines. Before you step in the ring, you have routines that get you in that yes. right mindset. Right, so that's, yeah. that's that morning routine. And that's what a-
1: that's called is, um, is anchoring. Right. What anchoring yeah. means, it's like we could take you back to, I don't know, a smell or a taste will take you right back to like when you were partying as a kid or it'll take but, you back yeah. to grandma's cooking. Or, Nostalgia. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But that's an anchor. And the thing is, we have negative and positive anchoring or triggers all around us. So me going back to, to Liverpool, right, that used to be a real negative anchor mm-hmm. because it'd take me right back to my childhood, take me back to all those memories, and I'd feel like I was like 18 years old again, Right. you know? Yeah. We've all got that experience, yeah. right?
2: Right. Um, so so, yeah. I have a question. We take, yeah, I want we? to take it back a minute. You mentioned we get stuck in this box and we yes. need to expand on these things outside yes. of the box. But I feel like there's, there's got to be a step in between there and how do we open that box? Because you can build outside, but how do you open and let those things in? Yeah. Do you know, does that make no, sense? No, absolutely yeah. makes sense. Right. Well,
1: the thing is, let me explain this. We have our conscious and we have our unconscious mind. The right. conscious mind is the bit of the mind that you and, spe- um, you and me are speaking in right now, mm-hmm. but we have our unconscious mind. And my definition behind it's like the software that plays in the background of your head. Mm-hmm. That's like the software that plays in the background of a computer. The hell does that mean? Mm-hmm. It means it runs automatically. It gets outdated, and it makes you or your computer perform a certain way, mm-hmm. right? So when we start to understand that's what's happening in the unconscious mind, and another way to look at the unconscious mind is your nervous system. Sure. It's your body mind, the bit of your mind that blinks you, breathes you, affects your lymph system, your heart rate, your adrenal glands. So if all of that software has been installed or been built from every experience you've ever had from the past, right? Then everything around you starts triggering you, mm-hmm. right? And then we can get stuck in that box. We can get stuck in that emotion because that mind muscle is pumping, but that mind muscle is from the past, mm-hmm. right? So what we have to do is we have to sit down and teach it, obviously, separate stuff, but then we have to sit down and truly, truly work out where they're going, what they do. What, if infinite possibility with business and life and potential, including sports, what is it you want? Now, I'm not saying you're going to get that, but at least we're in the, we have that path. And then from there, we can start designing what's on the outside of this box. But more importantly, we start designing who they're going to become. Mm-hmm. So what beliefs, because if you look at this, this is the old version. This is the new version, right? Well, this old version is, has a certain way of looking at the world
0: certain beliefs. the old version is in the unconscious mind is that what you're talking about no
1: the, the, that's a good question man
0: the old version
1: meaning um, the yeah, one that's inside right. the
0: box <laughs> the old version that's
1: been built up from everything that's happened to you in the past meaning that's it's not performing it's outdated right you know so now you're trying to move forward in your career or like the, the athlete going to a different thing well they can't be who they were to do this over here Right, you have certain beliefs about yourself, the world, certain attitude to each task, what you're doing, how you value yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're not getting results over here, then why would you start connecting all of this wiring to the future? Right, no, we have to become a different version. And the way I look at this is because people talk about peak states, right? Everyone talks about peak states, peak states. Well, a peak state to me is that it's just that version of you that hangs out. And is, is on
2: is on point each day the happy you right is that like the flow state is that what well this is yeah, it, yeah.
1: It, it is well let's let's go even further because the other thing about that is that's, that's your peak state, but then I talk about alter egos. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? So you going into that ring, well that's not the same version of you when you're talking to your mum, <laughs> or you're going on your date, or you met your wife. No, that version of you is like a bubble. It's a neural net bubble, right? That's a version of you, a cap that you put on, a hat that you put on that steps into that. Well, a certain view of the world, certain beliefs, certain heart rate, everything. That's very unique, right? Now, if we create that best, badass version of you in business and then we start aligning with you, where you what you want to achieve, then suddenly these neural nets, the on-point version of you is connected to the future, mm-hmm. not not the old version, right? So... Does that make sense? Yeah. A little bit. I'm no. Struggling, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, let me explain it this way.
0: I know what you're saying about the, 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 the game face. Really, you you're different when you're speaking. You're a different person. You're a different attitude yeah. when you're going into the ring, or uh, to or you're going to a big meeting, or you're going talking to your mother, or you know. It's so different versions of you. Right. But people try to be the fighter. All the time. Well, mm-hmm. it's not.
1: No, it's time to be the entrepreneur. Right. It's time to be the sales version. Yeah. It's time to be the, 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 the husband or, the, or whoever, right? Those are different parts of you. They're all the same you, but it's like putting a different hat on, mm-hmm. right, and performing a different role. Well, in that different role or that different hat, we genuinely see the world differently. Right. We do. And so if we can understand that, then we can start changing that. Mm-hmm. Right, we can start taking control of our mind yeah. so we can take control of our emotions, that peak state, and therefore a result. Otherwise, what we do is just on autopilot and we're just spinning around. You how know? many different hats have we got? Is it how many different things you want to do? Right, the version of you that you live in each day that's the peak performance, that's the peak state, right? Yeah, so that's the happy, vibrant, confident one who's bouncing around, just open to life. Right, doing, doing this, doing that, just flowing through
0: life. So that flow state, right? Hopefully, that's what you want to be like, right? That's what you want to be like. I tell you all like that all the time. <laughs> Dude, nobody. What you is. seem like, but, but no, that, that's the, I mean, that's the goal. That's the hat that you want to get yeah. fixed, yeah. The, 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 the everyday hat, right? Right. But you need to, before you get all the other ones sorted, you need to get that one number one. Life, but that's the, what you're saying about
1: before with business that becomes the challenge. So, that business guy will go into doing business, and that muscle or the version of them will become the one he lives in, right? But then he can't step into no, being at home, sure. or he can't step into being nice or kind or happy or doing right. all this stuff because that business muscle. Mm-hmm. It's Just big, thick, and strong,
0: right? Yeah. That's that's great. Cause that sounds a bit like me when I'm with my family. I can't really switch off. I, right. I love working, I absolutely love it. I would rather be at work than, than be on holiday, right. but uh, but I struggle with switching off when I'm yeah. with my family. I'm with work, I'm hard not to check my phone, hard not to be on the emails. How can I get that hat off and put the family hat on? Yeah,
1: that's a good question, man. It's 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 so many entrepreneurs, it's the same yeah. thing, you know? Um, well, first of all, like I said before about interrupting, you've got to catch that pattern, catch that thing. So you can set your, everyone talks about the morning routine, you're setting your morning up for the day, right? And Ben Greenfield does, does an awesome one, right? Yeah. I've had him on the podcast, um, and he, he, again, he's the same thing. But then there's different parts of the day. So f- the next one I teach is from work to home, right? right? That's a hat, different hat. So here's a nice way to do it. If you're driving home and you've got a little drive home, then that's when we start to reset. Yeah. So you can go home thinking about work where you're not going to be doing anything for the rest of the night or you can start to change your focus on going, who have I got to be right now to get the best out of what I'm about to do? Yeah. Right? So a nice way to do that is, let's see, this is technical stuff, but, The thing that changes these states or these egos is the emotion behind it. So if you're angry emotion, then guess what state you're going to be in. Guess what beliefs you're going to have about yourself and the world, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're in stressed mode coming home from work, then guess what your view of the world is, right? So the way I teach it is listening to stand-up comedy. Music, something that's fucking fun, man, on right. the way back. Yeah. So by the time you come home, you're just relaxed. And then you ask the question again, who have I got to be right now? Yeah. Oh, I've got to be dad, got to be got to be husband, sure. yeah. right? So suddenly, things change. And then the other question you can ask if your mind starts going back to work, is there anything else that I can do tonight that's going to exponentially change that business? Yeah. No. Yeah. So just... Be present with
0: your family, right? Which makes sense, yeah. Because aren't you working your ass off for your family? Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that, and I mean, if I don't get anything else out of pod, this podcast a day, I've got that, and that's great. You know, it's funny because I took my family to Big Bear uh, last last week for a little little trip away, and yeah, we obviously <laughs> we obviously we work our asses off to to be able to do this. I can take them away, I switch my phone off, no social media, nothing for three days, and made fucking, bite six hours i'm itching like you know what <laughs> i'm working my ass off i'm working so hard for this right. hang on a minute you know what i mean but uh but, like, I th- but uh, now i got that hat on but I, I love what you said about about that about that hat it's it
1: and it, it see i need just need to calm simplify things man right that's yeah. all that's all i needed to do yeah, man. Simplify i can, I can get
2: so tacky, dude you need to plug little reminders in every like whether you're dieting whether you're training or trying to lose weight like Yes. If you lose the focus, if you lose those those questions in your head like why am I doing this and why why am I making the decision to to lose weight or to right. to diet better. Right. If you if you don't continually ask those questions, then you're right. going to lose focus and then you're not going to be successful in that. Absolutely. So I think it's very much that.
1: And another way to look at that is which is really going to help people is if you're hanging around with douchebags all day, then guess what right. state you're going to be in? Guess what your belief is? Guess oh, what your yeah. emotion is, right? right? So so when you your network and who you're hanging around becomes so crucial. And we talk about mirror neurons and we can go into epigenetics and loads of other crazy shit. But at the end of the day, who you're hanging around is going to directly start to affect your your beliefs, your attitudes, how you value yourself, how you talk to yourself, and really what conversations and opportunities are coming on. So yeah. it's important to be aware of yeah, every, every second of the day, you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to a little bit of the podcast done with Ryan Munsey. And Ryan, very smart guy, he's been on this podcast. He's actually my mentor now for my nutrition. I love the guy. Oh, awesome. He said you're the world's number one high-pressure performance coach. Yeah. What's a high-pressure performance coach?
1: High-pressure performance is, um, for example, someone who... And how are you the number one in the world? Because I work with a lot of people, man. Yeah. And that was <laughs> Ryan. Ryan said that, but it's yeah. like... oh, no, I love it. I love it. But high pressure meaning if you have to consistently perform at the highest level day after day after day after day, when the pressure's on, that's when my stuff works the best. When you have to perform. So that's high pressure sales. That could be, it could be a fighter or an athlete. It could be whatever. But when that intense is pressure and you must perform day day after day after day after day after day after day, that's hard.
2: The right. president, <laughs> it's like the president, imagine having having to deal with that stuff on a daily basis. How fast basis. did
0: Obama go um, go gray? Yeah, it's like a week. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> or right. it's he amazing. also said, "You're the master at actionable strategies." What's the masterful strategies? Actionable is
1: strategies, meaning we're looking at. Brian <laughs> says some good stuff, mate. Oh, you giving know, you right He's up. like Brian. Actionable strategies, meaning. That, like, I've been a little bit airy fairy today, but it really was a little bit technical, right? So, we have to create it simple, simple. So, actionable strategies meaning if somebody has to achieve this, then what we do is we look at that goal and we reverse engineer it.
2: Right. Working backwards, yeah.
1: Yeah, so once we yeah. know where they're going, we reverse engineer how they're going to get there. And then start to, I start to formulate systems around to make sure they maintain that peak performance all the way. Let's stay the course. To, yeah. to achieve that goal. To achieve that goal, yeah. And right. so the goal could be five years out. Well, to me, that's not a goal. That's a vision, mm-hmm. right? That could way change. Right. Twelve months do you know what you're going to be doing in 12 months? I have an idea. Yeah. Well, not really. Right. You know? So we have to break that down. That's a vision. Then we break it down into three months. From the three months, we break it down into a month, month to two weeks, two weeks to a day, day to a task. You
0: know? Yeah. So then it's it. simple
1: because sure. otherwise people get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. People it, people don't stay motivated. Yeah. So if we can bring it down to simplicity, which I probably should have done at the start of the <laughs> podcast, mate. But it's... um then you stay motivated you stay driven because how could it, something ryan was talking about is um was maybe even you he was talking about a, it was like an eight-year
2: yeah, pro- yeah, program yeah, yeah. that was yeah. you then man yeah, that's yeah. even more awesome <laughs>
1: but I, I was explaining in that podcast he was like how did he stay motivated for eight years he's on an eight-year program he said the mar- uh, yeah.
2: average marriage is eight years as well <laughs> that's interesting
1: um and i was like well if it, The goal was so exciting to him yeah, that he was driven by it. But guess what? Every training session, you took as an individual training right. session.
0: Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like it was like I've got the Olympics in eight years' time. It was like I'm fighting in a tournament in two months' time against this, this, this. Thing. There you go. So it was the smaller goals that led to the big goal, right? And that's what I was talking about before, you know, with the, with the steps, Yes.
1: That's the thing. The other so other so you used to, to, to get to the Olympics. Yeah. Well, guess what? You had to go through each training camp. So each training camp had each individual session. Each individual session, you had to perform at your best in.
0: Yeah. Right? It's like when you're in a, in a tournament like the Olympics, you know that, oh, if I, if I get to the semifinals, I'm fighting this monster, <laughs> right? But you've got right. to fight two fights to get yeah. there. Yes. If you're thinking about fighting that monster, sure. you're going to forget about what's in front of you and, and stumble up. So you've got to concentrate on the, the, the small steps before you get to the, yeah. Absolutely. the big steps. Uh, yeah.
1: And something you brought up before, which was awesome, was talking about flow. Yeah. And let's talk about that for a second. Because what people under- don't understand is that... When I was talking about states, welcome to LA, right? Always, always planes and
2: helicopters.
1: <laughs> um, talking about states, that, that version of you, yes, it's thinking, and feeling, and acting a certain way, but it... it you have to always perform uniquely. So let's talk about flow because, for, like, let's talk about baseball. We're in America, right? Baseball player hitting a hundred mile an hour ball. Well, guess what? You can't do that consciously. Yeah. You can't. It's too fast. So let me explain this. So when you when you're in that state or you put the hat on and you're going into to to train, right? That um, has a certain neural net for sure. It has a certain version of you, but. You've built that software, so it's automatic. So you don't need to think, I need to put my hip position here, throw a hook like this. You don't need to do that. It's yeah. automatic. But when do you get in your own way? You start the unconscious. Yes, so, yeah. That's, yeah. exactly. Like muscle memory in a that sense. Muscle yeah. memory, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're in there, if you start thinking about what you're going to do too much, I've got to hit him there, guess what? You're, you're taken out of that flow. Yeah, you start to, and that's where things go wrong.
2: It to become predictable, I think. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, you start to overthink it. You start mm-hmm. to go out, off that automatic um, software that you've been installing, doing reps after rep after rep after rep, right? So, what this means is like a golf player hitting a hole in one. Well, they can't hit a hole in one because they can't see the hole. But what they do is is they visualize, right, the hole being here. It's the same with a baseball player, time perception. They can change it. Same with a fighter. The reason why a fighter and a fight can take so much punishment, because really you're in trance. Right. Mm-hmm. You're in hypnosis. You're in trance. You're Makes in a different, unaltered brainwave frequency, and that's flow.
0: Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. it. It's kind of like well, I've been in fights where I've been getting, I've been hit, concussed, brains rattled around my skull. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I can't. I don't know what's But you fight on instinct. Yes. Yes. And you end up winning the fight, and you can't even yes. remember. What happened?
1: But and that's the instinct. That's it's the flow state because you built the, the mind the, muscle, the software so deep yeah. that it just
0: plays, right? Yeah. You don't believe in procrastination. Nah. So, so Munzee says, no, it's not, that's not like... It's again, yeah, man. Yeah, again. No, that, that's what he said now. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I do. I, I don't believe it. I, I What I believe is misalignment.
1: If yours... It's like, okay, like with you, with going to the Olympics, right? Now... You got there. So were you procrastinating along the way? Well, maybe certain sessions right. you know, weren't as good as the other, but really you're in alignment with where you're going. If you're going to, <laughs> I'm going to use a real UK thing, a chicken factory, right? That's <laughs> where we grew up, places like that. If you're going to work each day and you're going to somewhere you don't like, then you're not going to be motivated. You don't yeah. want to go. You, you're you're going to procrastinate like hell, Right. But if you're into driving towards something, then to me, yes, we have to maintain you on the way. We have to fine-tune you like a race car, but you're
0: just doing it. Yeah. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah,
0: I love that. I love that. What sort of stuff do you do now uh, for, your, for your own mind, for your training, training your own mind? I know you've got the, the mastermind group you're in with Ben Greenfield and Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um,
1: um, really, <laughs> I'm my own student. I really am. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I'm trying to dial this in and get better. Um, I'm around, I put myself around the right people. I just flew, to be around the right people, I just flew to LA, you know, and San San Diego, just to be for a week, just to be around the right people, right? Just to get inspired, just to do, just to, hey, I didn't even know I was meeting you, mate, so that's even more awesome. But, I put myself around the right people. I definitely go into masterminds, but every day I have very, very specific routines. Like for me to step in even into this before, I was prepping my brain. I yeah. don't just do this. Yeah, right. I don't just see a client. I don't just do that. I, I, I set myself up so I know the outcome. It's visual. I feel good. I'm on point, which means I can come and talk to you. And probably went a bit too fast at the start, right? No, <laughs> but, <too good. laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so every day I'm, I'm, I'm really working on building this it's like learning any new skill. Right. There's that learning curve, right? Sure. It takes time. But the Michael Gladwell talks about the 10,000 um, hours to mastery. Mm-hmm. Now, outliers, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, modern studies, different studies have shown it actually takes more than 10,000 hours, <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, that 10,000 hours can take you how long or how short? Right. Just depends how many reps you want to do and how fast you want to mean learn? how long or how short? Meaning meaning you could do 10,000 hours to get mastery and it could take you 10 years. You could do the same ten thousand hours, and you could do it like for eighteen hours a day. You're gonna get sure. that level of performance, or the right. muscle's gonna get thicker, faster. Yeah, that's what to me. That's what we want to do. So it's it's when we can tune everything, when we can treat like um, the next goal as like a boot camp towards it, then we're gonna get there faster, man. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's similar. I
2: mean, for us, and we always tell our trainers like if you want to be a great trainer, you need to go and do all these things yourself and experience it and, under, and, and understand it from that side of things before you can coach it and coach it well. Because if, if, you, if you don't, then how are you going to ask someone to do a squat if you've never done a squat in your life? Or how are you going to ask someone to lose 10 pounds if you've never had to cut weight in your life?
1: I, I couldn't agree more, man. And that's why the, the personal development industry, I said this on Ryan's podcast, the, the personal development industry drives me fucking crazy. Didn't know we could swear, but I swore. <laughs> Didn't, that's good, mate. So it, it drives me crazy because... It's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. It's outdated the way they communicate and talk about it. And it's just, it just annoys me. And people overcharge for their experience, man. I've done this for 15 years all over the world. I've worked with Saudi Arabian royalty. I've worked with people who run two, $300 million businesses. i work worked with special force commandos, um, abuse victims, people, um, everyone else you can possibly imagine. So if someone comes to me, I know what to do. Right. That well, that's wisdom. That's why yeah. you can charge a certain thing because you can handle anything that that person comes to you, whether it's sales, it's forex trading, doing an IPO. It's the same stuff yeah. to me,
0: man. Yeah. So I've I seen that you do it's NLP, right? Yeah. NLP in sales. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. How can is there anything you can give our listeners? A lot of them's in the fitness industry. Right. Right. Um, that they can go out today and use to help their sales if they're they're selling personal training or or whatever. Totally, totally. Well,
1: that's where I learned NLP was in Sydney and Australia. And I was very lucky that I got trained by the the top guys in the world, so I was very, very lucky. But one of the key things that got shown to me very, very early on, nice, simple, very, very simple. Let's keep it simple today, right? um, Is... There's one of the, a couple of default settings in, in the brain, and, and the biggest default setting in the brain is to keep you safe. Right. That's the amygdala that's kicking in. It's the fight or flight response. It's, it's always designed to keep you safe. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> you got it. It is. Yeah, exactly. But there's also a freeze response. That's what people don't talk about. They fight, meaning they're distracting themselves with shiny object syndrome or the whatever, whatever. And then there's also a freeze response where there's too much information, they can't handle it, and ah. Uh, a deer in the headlights, right? So, for a start, why? It's because the unconscious mind doesn't know what's on the outside of this box. So, it's like, this is my analogy, it's like going back to the caves. Depending on what your belief is, but it's like going back to the caves. (laughs) What's on the outside of this this cave? Oh, some awesome stuff. Some amazing stuff. Ooh, some scary stuff. I I don't know. I don't know how to get there. Let's just be safe and stay where we are, Right. Mm. So in sales, what happens is is we start focus. They start focusing on the unknown outcome. So what does that kick in? The amygdala, the flight that kicks in, the um, the nervous system, to make them to make them fearful, right? But if we can just understand that the unconscious mind only wants to know one thing. What's the outcome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it cares about, right? So if we can make that image big, bright close to us inside of us and we can tweak all these things they're called submodalities and nlp but whatever whatever but if we can make this image big and bright and we're inside it and we get our nervous system used to feeling this end step then guess what you walk into that sail feeling a different way believe in a different way um the attitude and even the tonality the pace the pitch the timbre of your voice is different everything's different so just why I know this is because when I was going back 15 years ago in, in Sydney in sales, in, in, um, I was doing okay. I was doing okay, right? I was, I was average. But everyone was like, you've got massive potential to do this. But I was freezing, right? So I went to, the, to my manager. Can I go on tour? Or can I go out with the top performer and see what they're doing? So guess what? I went around and went, I'm better than them. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? That's it. Top performers so, in, in what? It was, in, it was uh, actually investment real estate. Right. Yeah, in Sydney. And back in the day when it was booming, you know. And, um, and then that gave me the belief. And then what I did was took that belief and used to go away from everyone in the morning and sit in a room on my own for 10, 15 minutes. And all I used to visualize, honestly, was them signing, them signing, them signing, them signing, them signing, them signing, yeah. them signing for like 10, 15 minutes. So by the time I went out, by the time I went out, I was just expecting them to, um, to sign. Sure. So for any salesperson out there, understand that you're going to get scared. That's step one. It's just because of the unknown. Step two is understanding that we need to focus on the outcome. So another way to look at this is like walking down the beach. All right? Nice beach behind us. <laughs> nice beach behind us. So if you're walking down the beach, where's your, where, what are you looking at? Think about it. Where are you looking when you're walking down the beach?
0: the women <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on
2: family show
1: where you're looking is the floor uh, right think about that you walk why because that's an ancient part of your brain that's making sure there's no snakes and no holes right. right that's the fear it's making sure you are safe but understand that's step one with anything mm-hmm. right but what you're there for well, I'm there to look at the ocean or the women but look at the ocean right so you've got to stop and go, oh, I'm safe. What do we want? And then your brain changes nervous systems. It changes from the sympathetic, uh, well, the, yeah, the sympathetic to the parasympathetic and calms down. So it's the same with anything. If you can calm yourself down, know where you're going, guess what? You're going to close. Yeah. Sure. That, yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Help. Yeah, it's kind of like a quote that I love is what would you do if you, if you, you weren't afraid? Out oh you weren't afraid if you, yeah. what would you do if you weren't afraid like what yeah. you were seeing there yeah. uh, you, you're in that cave when you're like oh, I don't want to go outside but if you go outside it's going to be beautiful right <laughs> Right. Uh, same right. with the seal uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to sell. By the way, I'm, I'm talking as if I know this. I'm a shit salesman. I couldn't. I couldn't sell anything. But, but it makes this it makes is sense. This part of the sale text. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a moment. reverse psychology thing. He does <laughs> it all the time. <laughs> I'm, the I'm terrible out there. I'm terrible. But yeah. but no, but it, make, <laughs> it makes sense if you if you can visualize the end result, which is getting the sale, and you're not afraid of doing it. So what's the worst that can happen?
1: No, That's I'm, I'm That's good. That's another way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. What's the worst that can happen? Okay, it doesn't happen. I don't get the sale. Okay, next. Yeah. That's it, next, right? Another nice analogy which, uh, which gets you over um, that fear is we put too much importance on that person in front of us and it might not be the right timing. It just might not be yeah. the right person, right? Sure. So a nice analogy is like, imagine there's a thousand cups. They're all up, upside down. Under one of those cups is a million dollars. What are you going to do? You're going to turn over that first cup and go, fuck, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no one there, man. Yeah. No, you're going to go, right? Next, 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 next. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's sales. That's yeah. all it is. It's just timing and numbers. Sure. And as long as you're coming from your heart and as long as you're trying to do, like, good stuff and not rip people off. Huh? That
0: reminds me that there was a, a boxer on the England boxing team, I'm not going to name his name, but he always used to be smashing birds. He always used to get birds, right? And... But he was horrible. He was a little ugly bastard, and, and, and just, just, just <laughs> bad personality. <laughs> yeah. But he always got birds, and the okay. reason why he got birds, because he tried on with every fucking bird around, every single one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan quote: "You, you're gonna miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." Yes. But he always man. It's a numbers game. <laughs> man, that's, a straight numbers so game. That, that's what that cup analogy reminds us of. There. He was right. numb right. to denial. You know, he didn't
2: let it, he didn't let that get him down. Yeah, no. he just went yeah. for it. Yeah.
1: And that's the same I think. With, that's the same I think with life, with everything, and the same with being an entrepreneur. I don't know. So many businesses, and most of them don't work.
0: Right. Right.
1: Or most of them hit a certain point, but they never get to where you want them to. But then you look back on it and you realize why it didn't. Yeah. Because, you know, if you'd have been doing that now, you'd have been, you'd have been sad. Is there a
0: pattern, do you think, where businesses uh, are messing up or, or they're feeling? Is there something that you see with. It's people self sabotage. For sure, people self sabotage.
1: So they'll get to a certain point in business and they're so close. But that old pattern I was talking about, like the old version of them, maybe they've come from families that money's hard and life's life's tough, and they, n- there's nothing around them. So that pattern, then, when you're about to get money, it's like, "Well, I don't deserve," because mm. it's going right back to where it was. And if you imagine that's a muscle or software, yeah, then that plays as soon as we're about to detach to money or get some money, or or it could be winning the Olympics, or it could be whatever, right? Is that
0: to do with fear? Yeah,
1: it's to do with fear, but it's to do with fear from what I just spoke about yeah. that fight or flight response right. in your brain. So, really, stepping into that ring.
2: So they freeze. They yeah,
0: freeze, they yeah. freeze. Yeah. And
1: stepping into that ring, well, guess what? It is a massive unknown. It's scary. And so, if you haven't stepped into that peak state, if you haven't um, trained your brain right, if you haven't done, if you're not calm when stepping in there, then all of your training is going to go out the window. You're gonna probably adrenaline dump and, and it's just gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna freak yeah. out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you just gotta really keep going, keep going. It's like there's a, there's a picture of a, like a cartoon picture of a guy digging in a gold mine. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, a it, and it's like, and he quits and he's like this far away. He's been doing it for yeah. ages yeah. and he quits. Kind of yeah. like that, right? It's exactly like yeah. that.
1: the same with anything.
0: Uh, Your website, mindsetbydesign.co, not .com, .co. .co, mate, we've got to be different,
1: right? Got to be different. (laughs) Now,
0: people remember that. Um, Help sharpen your mind, instantly increase your productivity, and skyrocket your wealth. Big statements. Massive statements, mate. Do you know why? Because...
1: Well, for a start on that, I'm going to give you a, little, a whole training you can sign up for for that. And it's going to actually show you the science behind what I'm talking about right. in way more de- detail. Like an hour and a half, you're going to show you exactly what I do and going on, right? But it, it's a big statement because I've worked with a lot
0: of people and that's yeah. what we do, man. I like the instantly increase your productivity. Is there anything you can give us right now on that? Yeah, for, for sure. Instantly. For sure. Well, I give you one thing, right?
1: It's, it's the morning and the evening right? I mean, sorry, it's work to home, changing those hats, yeah. right? Well, productivity, here's a nice little thing, because sometimes we forget to change those hats, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Plain, plain and simple. The way I teach people instantly, I'll give you a, a little example of it. Use your Google Calendar, right? Google Calendar is nice and simple. It's free and everyone can use it. But guess what? You schedule what you're doing in your week and your time. So guess what Google does? Pops it up on your phone, mm-hmm. pops it up on your computer. It chases you around. You've got an appointment now, yeah. <laughs> right? So if you set that, guess what? Well, that teaches you to interrupt the pattern. Yeah. So suddenly it's like, oh, I'm going home now. Pop, uh, okay,
0: yeah. let's work through this, right? That, does that- no, that, that's, that's really good. We that's get it all the time. Right. Not just, not just uh, Google Calendar, but social media. I've got all my notifications off like now on Instagram and right. Twitter because that pops up when you're like, ooh, constantly and what do you do you go into it right it it takes your uh, it takes your attention you know I I was my phone was dead the other week and I took the kids out with my wife and we went for a walk and I've always got my phone on us and it was dead and we went and sat in the park and the kids were playing and at that time it gave me mind a moment to start to be Creative and, and start to really think and, and think for itself, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Rather than, you, you, I, I've never really realised until that day. This was like two weeks ago, when we've been in business <laughs> for like years. <laughs> d- like, how much energy this thing oh, takes out of you? Oh man! Like you're looking all the time. So if I'm looking at someone else's pictures, reading their state, their, their, their whatever they're seeing about them, that's taken away from mine, our personal creativity. Absolutely, dude. right? Absolutely. And it's and it's huge. And I sat in the park, and it was. It was the, the day when I texted Kev. Kev, I on the gym, and I was on the computer till like ten p.m. talking about the the systems in place for the, for the desk girls. Right, right. And it was uh, it really made us. Think, think this piece of shit here, you know. Well, well gee, but it's 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 again. No, no it's the best. I, I love. Use it. and abuse,
1: right? Use <clears throat> and abuse. But the thing about about that, what you just said is really really interesting because you can use that. That's a negative thing, right? It pulls your focus over there. Yeah. But you can also use it to a positive thing, like I said, with Google Calendar. But understand, even what you're looking at is affecting your brain. It, like, I'll talk about mirror neurons. Let's go there, right? And because this will be something you can apply instantly. Mirror neurons are a part of our brain that have been, well, it's, it's an ancient part of it. Have you ever seen that show um, with Rob deerdeck Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone's smashing themselves and right? Yeah. Why are those shows popular? Because <laughs> everyone watches it and goes, Ooh! Right, right. That's a mirror neuron. So understand, they've. It's part of our brain has been developed when we were in tribes and before verbal communication. So what would happen is is um, we'd have to look at a hunting skill or how to make fire or whatever it is without being able to communicate. So that part of our brain started to observe and really understand how that person does that. Right. So mirror neurons. Are effect, affect us constantly with what is around. So for example, if you hanging around with people um, who drink and you've never drank a day in your life, what are you going to start doing? You're going to start drinking. Mm-hmm. right? You hung around with athletes, you never trained a day in your life. You're going to start training. You hang around with billionaires. You might not become a billionaire, but you're going to be well on your way. But why? This is the thing. Because what are the conversations that are going on when you're talking to someone who's drinking and you generally like the moaning about something or about life, right? So what are the, their beliefs about the world? What's the beliefs about themselves? What's possible, right? They're, they're in this little bubble and that, that's their state and they're just spinning around in that. And what happens if we start to mirror, or mind starts to mirror who we're around? So if we're hanging around with athletes, well, guess what? What are generally athletes talking about? Yeah. Abs and you know, yeah. things like High that. Performance. Right? Yeah, High I performance. No, I love that. I know, right. <laughs> So that's that's what I'm saying. So you hang around
0: with who you want, aspire to be like. Yeah, it's just finding them people. Well, it is, mate. Yeah, it I is, can't, mate. can't find a r- really good-looking, multi-millionaire, with a massive sausage. That's what it's, I'm trying it, to <laughs> find, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you in Santa Monica, man. There's loads of them. There's one sitting <laughs> right here. Look, Kev. <laughs> no, but I had Dan Pena. Are you familiar with Dan Pena? Yeah. I had him on the podcast, and he was a Huge believer in, in you know, you, the what is it? The average of the, the five you hang around with the most. Oh of. yeah,
1: your network is your net worth. that's
0: yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like, uh, well, how do you find these people? He said, well, the first thing, well, as I think he said this: start eliminating the 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 people who are bringing you down, who sit and drinking in the pub all of, all the time. It, it's you know? a
1: good way. It's, it's true, man.
0: But let, here's a good way to look
1: at it. It's called the law of thirty-three percent, right? So. Imagine you've got three categories. You've got this category, middle category, upper category. So you should be spending your time it's breaking this up into 33% of these different... Now, you know it quite doesn't match up to 100%, but 33% of people um, below you. And I don't mean you're better than them. I just mean the below you on their journey. Right. Then you've got 33% of the people who are on the same level as you, and then you've got 33% of people who are 10 to 15 years ahead of you in the game, right? If you only have so much time, effort, and energy... Think about that. You can never get a second back. Then, what? Who do you want to be hanging around with? Right? That's the thing. So, should you be hanging around with the 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 low thirty three percent all the time? Well, no. Yeah. But you know what? You can help them get up to the middle bit. But if you hanged around with billionaires all day, you'd probably be damn insecure, right? Right. Sure, yeah. So there's
0: this. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Right. So you gotta, you've
1: got You've got to hang around with the people you aspire to be like but also understand that these three levels and you can spend your currency which is your time effort and energy on whoever whatever section you want
2: yeah you got to be you got to spend some time with the bottoms as well because you got to remember where you came from oh, so it gives you soul. that perspective i think yeah yeah sure. yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so let's talk a little bit about more mindset about um, we've been talking a lot about fighters about Conor mcgregor's mindset ha uh-huh. yeah? Uh, yeah Conor mcgregor's sure. mindset i mean he's done so so well over nice. the over the the last five, four, five year, he's uh, obviously from a rough neighbourhood in Ireland, and now he's got this massive, biggest fight in combat history uh, coming up, and he's earning an absolute fortune, and he 100 percent deserves every penny of that. I agree, right? Totally, totally so his mindset agree. is, is kind of, and his personality's got, got him where he is. Obviously, his fighting skills now he's a world class fighter. He's fucking great at what he sure, does. sure, for sure. Uh, so. I, I, think, I think you can get fighters who's, who's great fighters, who's got a, a okay personality, but no, no, so if, you, if you're a great fighter, you've got to have a great mindset, right?
1: It's, that's how you become a great yeah. fighter?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the personality that he's got.
1: Yes, right, right. and that, that's, what, that's the entertainment factor.
0: And that's what right. you can't
1: really train, right? You, you could go to classes, but if, if you're boring and you're not good at talking, you can get better at it, but at the end of the day, that's him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why he's unique. That's why he's him. You know. So, can you recreate him? Well, everyone seems to be trying hard, man. But I don't. You can't. You can't. That's why. In four years, he's going to earn 134 million and be in the biggest combat fight ever. Right. It's it's it all it all starts from here. I actually did a podcast about this. I've done a couple of podcasts on, on on connor So, but it's it's the latest one. I just broke down. He talks about the law of attraction. He's real simple the way he thinks, right? Really simple the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also powerful yeah, because sure. he, doesn't, he doesn't get all the noise in yeah. the way, right? He's just, he just knows it, what, he, what he's after, and he keeps that motivation. To me, I don't think Connor's the best fighter in the world. I don't. I don't think he's the best martial artist in the world. You think he's the
0: best fighter in his weight category in the UFC?
1: I think he's the best fighter on that moment, on that day, under that amount of pressure. Yeah. That's what he outperforms which people on.
0: Which is everything, right? That, that's all that matters really, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So to me, it's 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 that's what Connor's the best at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's being able to perform under high pressure. Yeah. Right? Millions of people. saying all this shit. <laughs> and it's like, you backing <laughs> that up?
0: Yeah. Damn. He puts pressure on himself like no other fighter really does. Well, Prince Nazim Muhammad used to do that stuff as well. Remember Nazim, yeah. What do you mean?
2: Yeah. What do you mean by puts pressure on himself? He he, because he talks so much. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Do you think that he sees that as pressure on himself, though, or he sees it as this is just a part of it? But I'm not. He doesn't feel pressured because he yeah, thinks I, he has to back it up. That's, I do,
0: you, what's your, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he puts pressure on himself because he's the type of person that strives under what we would call pressure. Yeah, I, right. like for for me, if I told someone, I'm definitely gonna knock him out in before four rounds, (laughs) now I've put so much pressure on myself, but his mindset Mm -hmm. is obviously better than mine. Yeah. But also I don't think,
2: I mean, does he, I'm sure he wants to knock him out within four rounds, but does he really think that's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I personally
1: believe 100% categorically he believes it. Yeah. Really? 100%. That's not an act. He talk about He's developed that peak state, that alter ego so much that 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 muscle, that's the only thing he can see. It's the only thing he can... There's no other thing in his head. Now, I think there's a difference between stress and pressure. Right. Right? He's not stressed. He's putting that pressure on because he knows if he puts that much pressure on, no one can handle that amount of pressure but him in the past Right. so that's his, one of his tactics have you seen the way he gets to do the weigh-ins and stuff and he goes eye to eye Yeah. again Yeah. It's, it's his tactics what he's doing with that I don't know if he's using voodoo or something man but it's, <laughs> it's, yeah.
0: again it's the same thing yeah. but with him compared to other fighters like yeah when I used to do head to heads I would try and act and I, and I worked with a sports psychologist that I used to see what, around with your head up high and, and show them that you're not bothered and all right. that but with him, I feel like it's more than an act. Yeah. Like it's it's legit. Yes. It's like everything. Like this, i want to fucking. It's like it's real. If that makes sense. It's, it's not just doing it just to scare them. He's doing it because that's real. He really believes it. Like what he you're really, saying, yeah, yeah, he really believes it, uh, and and he gets the results from he's the intimidating thing as yeah. well. I,
1: I couldn't agree more. Like the old saying, "Fake it till you make it." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not into that saying. Right. Because you shouldn't. You think Connor's faking it till he makes it? No, he's. It's he's knowing, he's not faking it. He, it is,
2: yeah. He it's, knew from day one he had the potential to be where he is now. Right. He visualized it, he and he day one he moved towards that visual, visualization with intention. And, it, and I think,
1: yeah, it's, it's exactly, exactly. And I think the difference is it's people doubt themselves,
0: yeah.
2: So
1: we all, ha- we all get this like, this is what's happening. We're men, and men and men, but then something goes wrong or whatever, and we doubt ourselves, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. He doesn't doubt himself. Yeah, the, you know, the the mystery is that we'll never ever know if he ever did doubt himself, if he ever because mm. he's never going never going to tell it. But true. that would be an amazing thing to really know for a, a, a mindset guy. I don't like think he'd ever
2: admit it, but everyone doubts themselves Everybody. at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. he would never Everybody admit it. that because that's part of his persona and that's part of right. the mind he's playing in his game. But the but, game right. he's playing but thing
0: is, with him, it's kind of like half believable that he doesn't doubt himself because right. his success and the, the money he's earned. You know, so if if he said like I've never truly never ever it's kinda like you would think he would have, but maybe just maybe he hasn't. I'm maybe sure he has those crazy. stressful
1: <laughs> n- maybe too. <he> yeah. <laughs> but I'm
0: sure he has those stressful
1: nights and the, the training sessions don't go quite the same way. But yeah. this is the difference between being world class. He probably does get stressed, he probably does get anxious, he probably does get overwhelmed, right? But now what? Right. Now what? Okay, how long are you going to sit in that emotion for? How long are you going to keep building that mind muscle? How, con- how long are you going to keep doing that pattern, yeah. right? Now what? So something Tony Robbins talks about is a 90-second rule. He says no good thing comes from being in a negative state, right? Yeah. No, no creative idea comes from sitting in a negative state. No, it's like, okay, this new idea pops in and you're in a positive state. So he has a 90-second rule, yeah. him and his wife. It's like you can do, you can scream, that. you can shout, you can do it. The fuck you want for ninety
0: seconds? It's done. Yeah. Now we perform. I, I love that, and it makes sense. But when you're in them negative states, I'm sure you have been. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you have been, Kevin, or I have, where where you're just feeling, just shit like shit. Yeah. And then someone says, "It's all right, man. You, you you're good. Snap out of it." It's like it's way easier said than
1: way easier said than done but that's the same with business it's the same with fighting everyone can hit a pad everyone can get in the ring but to do a ring and perform at it it's the highest thing so yeah when you're in the moment is the hardest bit but that's where I develop systems and like we interrupt and all these things is so you start becoming consciously aware of what those patterns are so you start to get used to oh that's me doing that again and if you're around the right people they help you if you've got these routines in place it resets you
0: Yeah. When Ryan Munsey was on on this show, I asked him, because he's all about biohack and biohack on the body, giving you different things for for sleep and nutrition and all that. I said, well, is there a biohack? Because he said there's a biohack for everything, a biohack for feeling down and feeling depressed. How do you get out that biohack? And he said, well, it's not so much a biohack, or or, or maybe it is. He said, if you go and get a, a cold shower right then and there... That's going to help you feel good, and I was like, "Well, how the hell is a coach I going to help you feel good He says getting a coach shower was not easy it's or a cold bath he says it's you've got to challenge yourself now if you go and do it, you challenge yourself you 've completed that challenge mm-hmm. uh you're going to come out of there mentally thinking you've just completed a challenge so, yeah. smallly mm-hmm. so so a little a little bit of you you're going to be like, whoa." Oh, you have making me feel yeah. a little bit bad. You've
2: completed that challenge, but you've also totally taken... Because when you do something like that, it just shocks you. You've totally taken your mind off of what is yeah. actually yeah. bringing you down. Yeah. So you've, you've removed those emotions and those
0: thoughts. I and think. you've taken control of the situation yeah. by getting And it up. resets
1: the nervous system. It yeah. actually resets the nervous system. The other thing is a cool book. If everyone's going through a lot of shit right now, there's, there's a cool book out there. It's 100 years old. It's by Dale Carnegie. It's called How to Stop Worrying. The stories that this guy tells about like 100-year-old entrepreneurs who are like losing their arms and legs and they're going through depression and, and it's like everything around them and they're working in a coal mine. And then suddenly, the thing is, we take action, we take a step, that takes a step Takes a step, takes a step, takes a step, and we move in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So what the book talks about is all of these entrepreneurs, instead of being overwhelmed, they actually just take a step. They actually do an, an actionable thing and just get go deep into moving forwards. Right. And, and suddenly, that fear or whatever the situation was is gone, and they're just OCD and hard. On, on moving forwards and that's how all these people just just went from nothing to suddenly amazing. what other
0: actionable things can you do like taking cold showers one is there anything else that you can do that instantly feel a bit better do you see
1: well for starters you've got to check your, your nutrition you've got to also check everything remember depression is about i did it i just about four weeks ago did the actual whole thing on depression because i had a nervous breakdown at 27 right. 28 years old dude in new zealand because my business partner stole money off me, sent me into bankruptcy, all the rest of it. So the thing with that is, your brain chemistry gets messed up, and it's a chemical. Obviously, most people know serotonin. Mm-hmm. Serotonin is the happy chemical, right? So something that I've used over years is, and for years, like 12 years, is um, a product called 5-HTP. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a natural product. It's a it's a precursor, and it helps you produce your own serotonin, okay, in your body, which makes you feel happy. Now. If you're on any pharmaceuticals or anything like that, don't be taking it. Go and check all the rest of it. But 5-HTP for me, I know if I don't take it, I feel like I'm in a cloud. If I do take it, I am happy.
2: What is it? A tablet? You take it, it's yeah, it's, it's a, on its new mood. That's what they're... That's the yeah. same All thing, right. yeah. 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 yeah.
1: There you go. It's serotonin. It helps you produce your own serotonin. So naturally, you're going to start to feel happier.
2: You take that every morning or evening?
1: I take it twice a day.
0: I take twice it in the morning day. and
1: night.
2: Well, yeah. is it natural if you're taking a tablet? Well,
1: it depends what's in the tablet. <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> right. Yeah. depends yeah. what's in the tablet. But yeah, it's... And sick? then do you
0: not become reliant on, on that? Um...
1: I think it's it's not reliant. It's become, it's like, the, I use it levels. Levels go up and down with it depending on how I'm feeling. So I use it to maintain. Now, right. does that mean that if I'm taking these tablets and everything the rest of my life is shit that I'm going to be happy? No, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean that, man. It doesn't yeah. mean that. It means that it allows you to just feel that little bit brighter.
2: Yeah, and, and there's, go for a run, go work out. Or <laughs> yeah, just like people say, that's people mean. say, if you're in a bad mood, you're sad. If you just make yourself smile, and make your, then your nat- body, I think, naturally is going to release that serotonin. Totally. And that, I think, yeah. And that's, that's also a hard important. thing to do, though. If you're sad, you can't just start laughing. But like, <laughs> they they say it works, and I would. No, imagine. No, I remember you days. said that
0: you you exercise, Kev, takes your mind off things. It's kind of like you own yeah. kind of form of meditation. Yeah, yeah it there, is. Doing a run, it's
2: running, especially particularly at night because it's dark and there's no my peripherals. I can't see all my all the distractions. Right. I can only. And see right. what's in front of me, and that's that for me is when I I think the clearest and think the, not the slowest in a bad way, but things I interpret things and I, I visualize things the, the most clear that I, yeah, yeah.
1: Life's about perspective, and also meditation is, is a hack,
2: right? For sure,
1: meditation. Humanity every day, right? Yeah. How long for? It depends. I uh, literally at least 10 minutes. But right. every before I see a client or a meeting or even this, I'll 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 literally sit for five or so minutes. I put binaural beats in my ears. Do you know about that stuff? No. I like gotta tell you about that in a second. Binaural beats in my ears and I literally will start visualising and just instead of coming out of here going you come back into your body. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's calm now. Right. And then I can go and speak and do whatever. Yeah. But um
0: Are You seeing me with a lot of energy.
1: I just think I'm excited, mate, because it's <laughs> it's I've been through a lot of shit. Yeah, you know,
0: Your love and life. It seems well, since I met you in the gym just a couple of hours ago to, to like now, you've you've not stopped and you've got energy and you you seem like a good person to be around.
1: I I um I, I think I'm grateful, man. I yeah. really do because I, I I go back to visit. I don't know about you when you go back to the UK and stuff, but I go and visit family and friends and they're still doing the same stuff. Yeah, and hey. Yeah. Go and do what you want, right? But I'm sitting here with you guys in Santa Monica. I'm I feel grateful, man. And I've yeah. been through a lot of roller coasters and shit, but who hasn't?
0: Sure. Yeah. Who hasn't? So this stuff you put in your ears, is that the, the, the red light stuff that Ben Quinfield talks oh, about?
1: Oh, see, ben, Ben's got... I love Ben, man. <laughs> I love Ben. Um, actually, what it is is, is um, brainwave frequencies. Right. So when we start to understand that all day long, we're walking around in um, something called beta. Right, that's high, high frequency, we're active, we're running around. And then what happens is, is to get into this access to this software in our head that I keep talking about, these mind muscles, then we need to be, drop the brainwave frequency. And that's something called alpha, and we can go lower and lower and lower. But what the hell does that mean, right? It means that um, we're, we're calm, but I use, for example, I use binaural beats, they're called, okay? You can free apps all over the place, just go and play with them. Um, it creates two two little brainwave frequencies, and you create a little spike in your brain. But oh. for, for example, what happens is, I use it all day when I'm when I'm working. So I have alpha waves playing in my ears, which will hold my focus. So wow. I, I, it's it's amazing. You have to send me that. Up. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, absolutely. So so I use it for being creative. I've got creative session. Think um, focused. Think D- calm down. Think Sh- de-stress. Bink, meditate, bink. It's bink. I don't know where the bink come from, <laughs> but, but, but but I put those in my ears, and if I'm stressed, within five minutes, it just changes that brainwave, and you calm down. It's amazing stuff. I've taken clients from who had like a 20 minute focus. That's all they could do, and they're ADD out, mm-hmm. and they've been able to use the binaural beats and sit there for two hours.
0: Wow, yeah. So now we we're gonna have show notes for this website. So if you go to uh, Boxing Life Podcast. And we'll put this link in the show notes yeah, uh, to, to, to this. That will be great, uh, Andy. Uh, thank you for so much for coming on the show. If people want to find you and find out more, then go to mindset by design by design.com mindset you, by design. so you could
1: literally just google mindset by design I'll pop up on podcast the website all the rest yeah
0: of go yeah, on easy. there and your Instagram it's all it's Twitter, all, Twitter, yeah. it's all the same, just all Andy
1: Murphy NLP Andy Murphy mindset just Andy Murphy I'll pop I'm up
0: fine, <laughs> yeah thank you for listening guys uh, go Kev yeah, thanks very
2: much, Andy. That was great. I really learned a lot and oh, yeah. a we'll catch great on again sometime. I think thanks, listeners Kevin are going to love this. Yeah,
0: yeah thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, we'll see you later.